All right. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. I am your host, Nika Shirell, and this is the It Cast Real Talk on Sex. The It Cast is our community outreach podcast that increases diversity in conversations on health and sexuality. Through this work, we are creating a world where all people feel loved, honored, and respected. This episode is brought to you by the House of Shirell, and you can learn more about the work that we do at nikasharells.com and Trigger Happy Toy, where you can find all of our products, triggerhappytoy.com. See, so uh, just to give you all a heads up, next week we'll be talking about holistic sex with Amanda Mehta and our upcoming events. We have our weekly freedom support group this Sunday, all online, 12 p.m. Pacific, hosted by Ethology Collective and the House of Shirelle. We also have our Sunday brunch at Jolene's SF. Uh, That is a wonderful burlesque variety show with a brunch buffet and a whole bunch of other fun things. So go definitely check that out. Please, please ask us anything. We want to hear from you. Your information, your feedback, your voice is, is valuable. So please go ahead, post in the chat, uh, send us your questions in advance if you like, and we would love to get them into the show. If you want to get one-on-one coaching with me, book a free connection session on my link tree. And you can also get access to our bonus content on Patreon at Patreon slash Nika Shirell. Cool. So subscribe to this YouTube channel, share with your community, and let's dive in. This week's topic is Real Talk on Enhancing Your Sexual Pleasure. Today in the booth, we have the Mary Jane Maven. Mary Jane Maven, uh, who is joining us back again today. Uh, She is the creator and founder of the Cannabis Lifestyle Wellness and Education brand. It's her goal to help transform the taboos of cannabis with a brand mission to educate, eradicate, and elevate. As a cannabis educator and brand educator, she is featured, uh, she's a featured speaker on cannabis and content creator. She is also a cannabis micro-influencer with a strong social media presence and a popular podcast, Menage with the Mary Jane Maven. The Mary Jane Maven is a nominee for the 2022 Orange County Cannabis Awards in the category of Best Cannabis Educator. Her expertise in the field has been recognized at events such as Women in Cannabis Expo 2021, where she was was featured a featured speaker, and the G4 Live Expo 2022, where she was a featured expert panelist. Mary Jane Maven, join us on the show. Hello. Thank you so much. I appreciate, I mean, the great biography. I know some of it's what I've written, but you just said it so eloquently and made me sound a little more important. Um, (laughs) As you were talking, I was just taking notes because I was like, I do need to update my bio 2021 Women in Cannabis Expo's featured speaker, as well as 2022, and upcoming for 2023. So it's coming up later this year. You guys check it out. I would love to see you there. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, I'm very excited about that. Um, And I definitely want to know more. I would love to share. You should be there. You should be there this year. Um, so, uh, so, okay. A couple of things are happening right now. It's stress awareness month, 
We also just acknowledged 420 yesterday, the International mm. Day of Cannabis Appreciation mm -hmm. is what we're going to call that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. And uh, and I want to talk a bit about uh, actually, you know, how we can enhance our pleasure, how we can reduce our stress and the benefits that come along with that. Mm -hmm. uh, and for those out there who know, they know. And let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the connections. Yes. It is very important. I love how you mentioned that and say connections, because it is a huge connection that you make within our our bodies as a whole. Um, we are definitely um, complicated beings, okay? And we have to look at ourselves though like a system. So when something is off kilter, it affects everything else. And using cannabis to help to be that glue that keeps everything together and makes everything work at its most optimum level is super important. Um, Sorry, guys, I know you're probably like, why is she moving or her camera's moving? Producer's back here doing his job very well. Um, so Gotta love it is important. Yes, yes. Shout out to the hubby. Um, you definitely have to make sure that every aspect of who you are is at its most optimum level. Like you're living your quality of life, not just going out, vacationing, um, you know, the material things that you hold. But you have to also look at your quality of life as who you are, like I said, as, as a being. So your mental health, your physical health, your sexual health, that that's part of, I would like to call the, you know, the, uh, the tripod and the trion. There you go. I was thinking of the other term um, when it comes to what works together and all of those working in conjunction and working in harmony, it really makes for this uh, symbiotic synergy that happens. Um, and I'm used to hubby dropping in going, what? What does symbiotic synergy mean? Um, please, please. I tend, to, I tend to use big words sometimes. That's not really, but it just means a, a, a certain type of energy and everything works on the same level. Um, I tend to think as well, we are kind of uh, conceited, I'll say, as human beings thinking that we are the focus of this universe and we make everything work. We have to understand that we're part of the universe, part of something that's bigger and larger than us. Um, hence science, you know? Um, and when we realize that, that we have to also work in conjunction and unity with what the universe already has. We're parts of nature. So yeah. when we stop thinking that we know everything, much like a, I'll say my 14-year-old teenage boy, um, then, then we're more open to understanding what we need to do to, like I said, make ourselves work in unity with everything that's larger than us. And that's kind of where symbiotic synergy comes into play. Um, so using cannabis to not only enhance who you are, I, I'll use perfect example, 420 was yesterday. I mean, I don't like to say that people may be on a weed hangover today because that makes no sense. That just means that you're still high and that's a good thing. I mean, um, but there are many today waking up with that either weed hangover or just everything that you use worked as the flower power should. Um, but I was speaking with somebody yesterday and was, I worked several 420 events and uh, people were in line for probably about 25 minutes. One of the locations that I was at, the line was wrapped around the building almost twice. And I would say it's probably, what would you say, baby? It was like a 10,000 square foot building. 
about wow. that. So we'll just say, yeah, wrapped around that. And they did a great job. Shout out to, um, Pacific. you know where it was. Um, I guess that's a weed hangover. Was that what it was called? That was perfect. Perfect. There we go. That's why you have a partner that can help you. Perfect union. I was going to say Pacific Union too, but I was like, that's the railroad. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Perfect <laughs> union. <laughs> perfect union. Perfect union. I don't know. Right, let's let's that link up for, yes. the, for the people out there. Um, yes, perfect union. So, oh, yeah, I'm so happy I didn't stick with Pacific Union. I'd be so embarrassed. Uh, anyway, I was talking to a lady and I said, are you here to get your medicine? And she said, yeah. I said, because it's 420. She said, no, because I have kids. Um, so <laughs> the original point is you can use cannabis for whatever, you know, to get high because you got kids, um, because you work a stressful job, whatever it is, though, make sure that it's working in its best purpose and the best purpose for you. Um, so like I said, we have to work with every other aspect. I think that there's a big push now towards mental health. Mm -hmm. So we have physical health. I think we're, we understand that we need to have more control over that. Mental health is, I think, the pinnacle, but we also need at the same time congruently work with sexual health. And that, you know, cannabis is right there in the middle. Like I can help, I can yep. help and join you too. So <laughs> it's my long winded way of saying it, it works well. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. I love what you created with the trifecta of health arenas. You know, you mm -hmm. got the physical health, you got the mental health. Yeah. And then I'm going to say like the pleasure health, because like sexual yeah. health is so important and doing the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves. Yeah. That is so big. And we just leave it out the window. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. We absolutely know what we got to do for physical health. There's, mm -hmm. there's books, there's logs, there's this, there's all the things. But when it comes down to the other stuff, I see a lot of diagnoses and I see a lot of avoidance. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we avoid pleasure or even- And judgment. Yeah. And judgment. I love that you say that. See, look at us working together. So <laughs> we'll say, we'll say point of that uh, trifecta 3.1, pleasure as well as understanding and having, I'd say active- um, movements and steps taken towards having good sexual health, that breaking down 3.8, we'll say A, is definitely understanding your sectional wellness. You, what brings you pleasure? Yes. Um, why that's okay. And trying shit. Like, you know, you try foods, right? Like those of us that grew up in California, just a regular old regular family, you didn't have Indian food every night for dinner. There wasn't a Indian food Wednesday like there was a meatloaf Wednesday. Right. But sometime in your existence, you've decided to try Indian food and you like it. So what's wrong with you trying BDSM? What's wrong with you trying adding somebody in? What's wrong with you trying, you know, using toys or pegging or whatever it may be? What's wrong with that? adventurous yeah, locations fulfilling yeah. your fantasy can we mm -hmm. just call it like that part we get hung up in the judgment we get hung up in the shame and the fear and mm -hmm. we don't allow ourselves to live that expression and that juicy like the fantasy there yes crazy. why do you think it exists why do you think it exists if it if we didn't know what it was if there was no actual bdsm 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what's mm-hmm. the point of things existing if it's not to learn about? Um, back, 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 back in the day, back, back in the day, they were doing the freakiest shit. Like, <laughs> the freakiest. Back, I mean, they didn't even have electricity. They didn't have indoor bathrooms. They didn't have anything, but they, you know what they did have? The, the, the sexual aspect of it. The pleasure. Yeah, yeah yes. you know? There are and pretty so, dildos. I've seen them. Yeah. I mean, look, where we are now, it's a blessing, okay? They were using stone and shit that we build stuff with today. Wood, <laughs> that was being, wood. Yeah, right? In your orifices. That was going in. We, we understand now that certain things should go in. No, they didn't know that then. Um, yes. And it was because that was innate. That's innate in us as who we are as humans. And so we can't try to change who we are and, and what makes us biologically and physically and just we have to evolve with it. And that's, you know, that's the whole purpose. They weren't doing the same thing in caveman time, but they were having sex. I mean, they couldn't even speak. There wasn't English. There wasn't language. There was whatever it was back then. But they damn sure were, they were reproducing. Right. Um, There was enough communication for that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure they knew back then to use what nature provided Mm -hmm. to enhance. They may have not had terms for it, but maybe a woman knew if she ate this thistle, and I don't know why that word just popped up, but, you know, if she ate this thistle rubbed with buffalo skin, you know, then she... She'd handle Fred. And I'm thinking the Flintstones. I'm so, so <laughs> random. I'm so high from 420. Still, still, still. Um, but I know somebody out there gets what I'm saying. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yes. But so 100 percent Yeah. So let's not evolve or act like we're so much um so much more intelligent. And let's really just tap into what nature provides because we are part of that nature overall. So yeah, you know, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. When you take away the stigma and the shame and the uh, cultural awareness, mm-hmm. like we are animals and mm-hmm. we are pleasure driven, we're pleasure seeking, mm-hmm. we want the rest, we want the food and the nourishment, the flavors, mm-hmm. the taste, the smells, and we want the enjoyment of our bodies. Like mm-hmm. we, and and it's easy to be in a system that tells us. Wanting that is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why in life? I mean, we understand this, that, I mean, we haters break it down. Haters are haters because they don't have what you have or they want that. So what would make you think that somebody that says you're bad or you're gross or you're immoral or whatever else because you do X, Y, and Z behind closed doors, why would you not also think because they're a hater, they don't have it. They're not getting it. They want it. And they can't do that. So I feel like that's the same way. That's where shaming and judging, it's just, we can identify when people do that in other situations and then be able to say it's because they don't have what I have. But then when it becomes to being sexual, we're not able to make that distinction. Um, And that's, that's sad overall. It doesn't have to be somebody like you and I who are educated and confident in that. And so we're able to say that. Everybody needs to be able to say that. Right. Um, 
what you do, you know, during the day behind closed doors or in your living room or whatever else has nothing to do whether or not I could pay my bills. So why should that matter? You know? Right, right, right. Like all things with consent. And if it doesn't impact you, Mm -hmm. it's none of your business. And I think that's that's a major, major factor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also you brought up the comparative aspect of the the judgment and the shame. And then also I'm hearing a bit of like that pressure embed, that whole pressure to perform. Um, There's so many things that are stifling. Um, So I actually want to talk a bit about the psychological aspects of these things. Um, I know we're in Stress Awareness Month and there's so many good tools and and tips and everything. So let's talk about um, the aspects that psychologically and physiologically alter in the body. Um, Foremost, it allows you to calm everything down. I mean, I've said this in more ways than one. We don't have the ultimate control. so. Our brains are the most complicated and powerful aspect of who we are. So, yes, if you're not, if the brain's not in control, if, you know, you're trying to overtake what it's naturally doing, because the brain is the, the um, you know, the, the nucleus of everything else. So when that's in its best state, when the brain goes, it's time to go into my pleasure zone. It's time for me to be present. Allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cannabis allows for that when you work with it, you know, um, that that's a whole nother um, show. What we could talk about, you know, how people are like, well, I react this way to this one and this one, that's that's other stuff. But when you understand the plant and how it works best for you and you can definitely do your research and find out which strains work best, you know, for your for your grown and sexy time, we'll say. but when you allow the brain to take control of everything, you know, when it's like your car, you turn the key and everything kind of works together. Um, you know, the engine starts and then it goes into the horsepower or whatever else. And then that allows you to move forward. So it's the same thing when the brain is in control and the brain starts at like, it's time to be present because you're about to get it. You're, we're all about to feel good. Every, every bit of us. Yes. That works with everything else. Yeah. So then. It works within your uh, central nervous system. Then that works within your immunity. Then also moves down into your, your reproductive and your pleasure zones. And then hopefully it goes down to that toe curling experience that we all want to have. Um, <laughs> yes. But yes. when you use cannabis and it sets a scene. So if you can with your partner, utilize it. Drink a drink you know, why are you watching your movie or, you know, you have dinner and you have some wine and then maybe go ahead and instead of having that after dinner dessert or whatever, maybe go ahead and roll up, enjoy it together. It's, it's definitely spiritual as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And it, all weed smokers know it's, you know, breaking it down, you know, grinding it up, hearing the clap of the grinder or somebody that breaks it down by finger. It's feeling the the terps and feeling everything once again that's because we're part of nature so it's all working together but so when you're able to share that experience with your significant other or others or whatever or by yourself whatever may be that kind of sets the stage and that starts to heighten you know the senses and get everything working together you know Mm -hmm. um 
Like, oh, wait, yeah. I wasn't ready. I'm awake now, though. Let me go ahead and play my position. And yeah. then that goes into the interaction. Um, so it does so much for you. Um, and, and, you know, that's definitely where it starts. And so when it can, yeah. first and foremost, when you're there mentally, then everything can work together. But if it's like skipping a step, like baking a cake, you can't go ahead and be like, oh, well, I didn't put in eggs because I didn't feel like it. Or I didn't, I don't know why the cake didn't rise. So it's the same thing. You may be able to get to the end process or the, the end result. Whether it's successful or not, that's iffy, but it's the same way. You can't skip yeah. over the, like I said, letting the nucleus jumpstart everything. Yeah. And cannabis can help to, to get that in where it needs to be. You perfect know, stage. And I think this is perfect what you're saying, because looking at the conversation of lowering inhibitions and mm -hmm. like lowering guards and defenses, I think that's a major one to be able to step into a pleasure mm -hmm. sphere and looking at the endocrinology of it and all of the the um, oh, it was serotonin and dopamine mm -hmm. and all these things that get released. Mm -hmm. And this happens um, this happens like both in that space with cannabis, but then it also happens just in terms of like sexual activity and like yes. allowing yourself to be in those spaces and connect yeah. and have the, the physical aspect of it, the emotional aspect, the mm -hmm. mental aspect. And yes. it can be, it can be soothing for a lot of people. It can be very mm -hmm. yummy. And I also agree with what you said earlier about like, also know, you know, know yourself, know your body. These things might not relieve stress for you, but, or they might not enhance uh, pleasure for you, but know what does. And yes. enjoy that. Yes. And maybe there's a lesson in there. Maybe you need to backpedal a bit and find out how what does bring you pleasure, how that fits into the overall narrative. Because I believe that all as, as human beings, just who we are uh, physiologically, there has to be that pleasure, that, that sense. And it's more than just the pleasure that you get from gambling you know, or watching a damn good TV show like physicality, the sexual, the, the human aspect of it, the touch, any of that, that also is a, a pleasure um, trigger, I'll say, that needs to be touched, that needs to be fired, okay? It's an addiction that needs to be fired. So maybe not the end result is, it doesn't go from A to Z. Maybe you need to go ahead and, and go back and find out where you need to start to get to that end point. Um, and it's it's super important. It's it's trial and error, and and it's it's fun. It's a journey. I think that most people don't look at it as a journey. They think you lose your virginity, you have your time, you have your fun, you get to the point that you're like, I'm grown now. I've been doing this forever. No, it's still. I mean, if you guys look at the numbers, why do you think that people that live in these retirement communities and people a lot that's going on there? Why do you think? Okay, it's it's like being a teenager all over again. But now you know you have the time underneath your belt. Now you really know. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Google something. I'm telling you, the age between I want to say 60 and 75, 80. They mm -hmm. are getting it in. Okay, in numbers that are what? Like you would not think. They're not just sitting back and eating rice pudding. Um, they. <laughs> They're getting it. it. It is so, so true. It is so yeah. true. Yeah. So, 
you know, it's, it's, you get to a point, some of us earlier than others, um, I, I like to kind of ask the question at what age did you age? Did you know that your yeah. fuck game and some people might go, oh, she said that word, um, was at that level? Like, you know, when did you know that you know what you're doing and whoever you're with also knows it? I'd love to kind of ask that question um, on, on the podcast that my husband. We're on live, had. on live. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I have to share? No, but it's, it is something I think that people should really think about. Like, when does the age that you knew that you were confident um, and what you put out, but then also what you're getting and what you need and want and what works for you? It's, right. it's all on one. It's not just one thing. Like, when did you know for males, when did you know that you could blow back out? Or, um, or for women, when did you know that, you know, you do that, that coconut move or whatever it is and they're about to be there? It's more than that. Like I said, when is it overall that? Yes. You when are you? Yes. When do you yeah. reach that point where you're able to communicate your pleasure and be able to connect with someone else's pleasure, whomever yes. that is? Yes. Like, and then not be shy to ask for what you need and want. Yes. Um, that that also plays in cannabis definitely because your inhibitions lowered. So maybe you'll ask forcefully, like you'd be fed up, like, look, hey, this is what I need for this to work out tonight. Or maybe your inhibitions will be lowered enough for you to, during the act, whisper it, set it up, do something, you know, set it up in a way that becomes an experience for you and your significant other, for your partner. Um, and you then, know, hey, one that of the things, the stage for more too. yeah, one of the things we don't talk about on this show, um, or maybe possibly ever, is actually setting up a dynamic. So like when you are having a sexual experience where you're dancing with a partner or partners or however you get down, setting up a dynamic that allows you all to know, I honestly, I want to say what role you're playing yes. in that moment. Yes. Um, yeah. There's there's the whole dominant submissive binary, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. whole conversation. There's the non-binary situation mm -hmm. of like uh, in BDSM, the whole like switch aspect. Yes. It. Yeah. Um, but then there's so many other things. I was talking, you mentioned bringing in a third partner earlier, mm -hmm. and I was having a conversation with someone and they were sharing about how when they when they got into this, um, they they had a they they had a threesome mm -hmm. and it ended up being a conflict between the parties. And what caused that was that no one actually knew. Like they, they weren't all there mm -hmm. on the same page. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, that is a big one. So to be able it, to create those aspects. And you have to like pay attention to the energy and the vibe before. Um, I, before. I mentioned, I love how you mentioned dancing because it just, it, it's a perfect um, example. When you are at a club um, or you're just somewhere and you vibe with somebody and then you guys start dancing and naturally it seems like, oh, when you think like we are in crazy rhythm, like right now, like I could turn around and do this and he's right there, like his, you know, his movements or, you know, um, the beats, the music, like he's picking up on it or she or whoever maybe. When you have that feeling like that's setting an energy in a stage, roll with that, like be in that. So it's the same, same kind of scenario. You, you have to, once again, kind of let go of what we think we know and just be in that moment. 
because in a situation of that third party, there was something prior to that physicality mm -hmm. that if you guys would have paid attention to it, or maybe you did and you ignored, there was, there was a, red, a red flag or there was something that was telling you that the physical side of it was not going to be all that you wanted. Um, and so you have to pay attention to those things. And once again, cannabis allows you to do that because it allows you to kind of take off the blinders mm -hmm. and really start paying attention to, to what's going on, you know, in the peripheral. Um, same as, as, as mushrooms. I think that allows you when it's utilized correctly and, you know, the right dosing that can allow you to be in, um, unison with everything yeah. that's going on. And so. If, if when you utilize these substance, uh, substances, it allows you to be more connected mm -hmm. with other people's energy, yeah. it's yeah. much easier to see the dynamics, like even just what's already present, because there's always a yeah. dynamic present. And yes. whether it goes into the realm of a sexual space or not, the mm -hmm. dynamic is there. So yes. deciding if that's the one you want to take into the bedroom yes. or even deciding you want to switch it up. Like those are things you have to be present to, to be able to put them in the position that's going to give you the most pleasure and the most enjoyment. And most important, and I will say that, I love that you mentioned that and with me just dropping the mushrooms, just like I said with cannabis, and it, you have to be prepared and ready. I mean, there's sometimes, you know, where you're out and about, you're social, but with your people that you trust, and maybe, you know, you drop a little bit and something happens. There are those times. But also those times are also part of your journey and it's already planned. So, but just be aware and be ready, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, it just, it makes you just so much more aware of the energy and the dynamic. And why do you think people get along? I mean, I say within the cannabis community, there's so much camaraderie. There's so much um, unity um, just in being somebody that utilizes cannabis. Yes. Those of you that smoke, don't tell me you haven't been somewhere and you're like, what? Somebody got some good. And you <laughs> notice somebody else in the crowd smells that and knows that as well. Part of being in the community. You know what I'm saying? Um, not having a lighter. Somebody, they understand that it's just certain things that's embedded with you using the plant, um, utilizing the plant that makes everybody a community, makes everybody right. feel like they're part of something. Um, yeah. So it, it, yeah. It can it can be very peaceful, you know. Um, I think about and not every uh, every substance is like this, but yeah. to actually create that uh, that like you said the calming effect. But frankly, be honest, if we all smoked weed and had sex, I'm pretty sure we could end war. Just the whole planet, we could all Love just hold hands. <laughs> I say that my husband's laughing right now because I say that I say all the time. If at the beginning of the start of the day. There's just a huge fan or whatever it has to be that just covers like you look at the earth from space and it's just a haze. Right. And then like every Sunday or we'll take a look. Let's just say every Sunday you are required to have sex at least twice a day. And then like you have to report it or something, you know, let's make it like social media. Like if you get on social media and then you say twice and everybody knows they only did it half a time today, like they lying. Like you'd be held accountable for it. You're right. Like it would be, people would say hi. Like today, I saw somebody and you could, you eye contact, okay? Plays on the same team as my son. This, 
act like they didn't see me at all. That irritates me. Like, you can't nod. We just were around each other an hour and a half. But we won't get on that. But yeah, if everybody smoked weed or we had the big puff of smoke delivered into the, you know, atmosphere every day, and then people were required to report that, hey, on sex day, you've had sex twice a day, this would be a great place. We would probably be that elevated um, civilization that like Elon Musk is from. Like we would be, shit would be good. We would, there'd be no sickness. There'd be no poverty, no war. You know, it. I just, I, okay. I'm so sorry. We have to have a sex Sabbath. No one has brought that up on the show ever, but that's, that's my Sabbath. There we go. Right there. That's what I'm saying. We'll handle it all. Look, kids, no. Between this time and this time, leave your parents alone. Or if they're of age, get some snacks, some easy Mac, turn on the Disney plus and leave your parents alone. And, you know, and it's, it's just known when they're, they're born, like kids are born now knowing how to work technology. They're born knowing I'm going to leave my parents alone because it is sex Sabbath. I put it out there. 2024, you guys want me to run? I'll run completely on having a sex Sabbath. <laughs> That's my platform. That's it. I don't know how to change our unemployment, anything else. But I'm going to tell you what I can deliver. A sex Sabbath. That's the oh word. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and not and not to, you know, um, make fun of anyone's spirituality, but I yes. really do. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of cultures and a lot of religions that actually do celebrate this aspect. Yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to come from that that place. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. rituals and holidays, uh, if you know a holiday out there that actually like uplifts and inspires pleasure, please, please post it in the chat. Tell us what it is because we need to know these things and we need to oh, like- I love it. Create. Right. And not like a man-made one. That, I mean, that's awesome because we could start one right here, but like one that actually has a history behind it. And, you know, maybe one that's created, uh, you know, related to a culture. Um, I'm not going to say a religion, no shade in that, but let's base it upon maybe a culture that we know that their, their, their culture and their people and things have been around, you know, since the beginning of time. Yeah. Um, but once again, we're too smart not to make the decision ourselves on what is good for us. Um, because if you really want to think about it, even including religion, how do you think that the population ever grew from the time of biblical time? That How do you think they did that? Right. And who do you think they were doing that with? And why? It's not because they were like, let's populate, you know, a society or it was because it was pleasure that's innate in them because of who they are as beings and biological beings so yes. we kind of think about that sometimes maybe you wouldn't be so judgmental on what you know the next door neighbors are doing um just because you're mad because yes. they get it in with their window open and what it really is is you can hear um <laughs> while oh. you guys are watching uh, ncis or whatever um anyways so <laughs> <laughs> Have all the good distractions. Okay, so we got one. Uh, In Judaism, a a woman can get a divorce if her husband doesn't have sex with her enough. (laughs) What? Let's adopt that. (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of women out there who are happy for that tidbit. I look. 
those of you right now that are looking at maybe being a doggy mom, um, maybe we should put that, you know, hashtag, you know, whatever the movements are. Um, I, does Ice Spice have to make a song about it? Like, let's get that into the lexicon so that we can get that. We can adopt that. Um, that's power, though. That's yeah. actually, um, I, I think, probably the antithesis of what most, most people would think when they think of Judaism or when they think of women that, you know, um, study or believe in that. You would think they don't have that much power, but that lets you know. And some cultures or religions, they understand the importance of the yoni and they understand the importance of women and, and their pleasure. Um, I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, whoever did you, kudos, okay? I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's um, powerful. That's really empowering. That is. And, 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 you know, to your point, I mean, it is really true that when we make space for this, it makes a difference in our lives. Mm -hmm. I can promise you that I, I, can, I can tell a difference in myself when I am in the spaces where I'm getting stress mm -hmm. release and, and everything else that needs to happen versus yeah. when I'm just tense and stressed as fuck. And right. I think that is a normal place for people to operate. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So. We talked, we talked a bit about hot box in the earth, earth yes. which I think. <laughs> it's I all think become hashtags, like movements. Everybody just start them. Sex Sabbath, hot box to earth, like it all. Yeah. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I like oh. the movement. So we, uh, so not everyone consumes uh, cannabis mm -hmm. via smoking. And mm -hmm. I know that there are a lot of different strains out there that can help people. Um, I was even in my research looking at the fact that some strains reduce inflammation and how that can be really helpful when it comes to sexual function. There's a number of things that cross over. So let's, can we, can you share a little bit about some of that? Most definitely. Um, you know, there are strains that, I mean, it's just a list that it does not change. And usually what occurs is that the strains are, um, dominant in, in that one specific one. So let's say sour diesel. That's one that's great, especially for women. Um, that's great for sex. So we'll use that one in this conversation. Um, sour diesel. Continue. I mean, it's like, they're kind of like mother strains. You know what I'm saying? That we all know if we really just listen to the, the names that come out now, it tells you kind of like the what the mother scene was or where, where it started. You know, I'll like to say where it's power lies the most. Um, because I definitely call it a flower power or a power flower, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but with more research being done, more products coming out, which are usually um, created, ran by women, one of them, learning how to really use the plant. You learn about different cannabinoids that in conjunction with the THC gives you once again that, that synergy, um, that unison that allows it to work best in your body, with everybody's body chemistry. This is why it's such a wonderful plant. It can acclimate to each individual's body chemistry. That's why there's different reactions to cannabis. Um, but when it's used in conjunction with certain cannabinoids such as CBN, CBG, things that the cannabinoids that they know work to reduce inflammation mm -hmm. in conjunction with that nice psychoactive high, there, it's just nothing better because it's 
really at that point, it's taken care of, I don't want to say every ailment, but maybe everything that's off kilter. It makes everything on kilter. Mm-hmm. Um, and works together. Um, especially during the time when you are medicating. Um, and then if you're able to utilize that and find out how the plant works best for you and you make it part of your normal wellness, just like you do vitamins, it's going to have that long-term effect. Yeah. So, um, you know, there are a lot of products in the industry right now. You go to storefronts, you know, and you'll see CBN. Most times you're going to see those products marketed to you for sleep. It can, it can do more than one thing. When it works and when they have certain formulas, that's going to induce sleep. But the reason why is because it's taking care of that inflammation. Inflammation and stress are like, those are problems. Okay, that's, you know, that is, it's where it starts, okay? Um, it's kind of like having that, I don't know why I say this, but it's kind of like having that one roach, okay? And you've seen that one, just know there's going to be more that come about. So it's kind of like that. That's where it starts. And then everything can build upon that. So if there's one, there's millions. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, but um, that's why they've been around for centuries and centuries. But um, that's kind of where it starts. So yeah. when you have that stress or you have that inflammation, which is embedded within stress, things can add on and build upon that. So that's just a foundation for things. So that's why you will see it marketed more towards that aspect right now because cbd came out first with that you need cbd and then it was we'll do ratios of cbd to thc that happened because they understand that that's how they work together right Um, right and you know once everybody was like well let's not jump on the bandwagon it's like let's advertise and let's target markets and let them know what it really does so that's why you now hear about cbn cbg um cbd uh, and there's other cannabinoids. Um, you THCA, more yep. people are hearing about. Yep. Um, Delta eight, Delta nine. Um, they know there's so many right. more. And and the beautiful part about what you're sharing here is that when you're breaking down the cannabinoids, some people don't like to feel high. Some people don't like to feel intoxicated, but they can still benefit from what the plant is providing, which I think is huge. The mm-hmm. other thing is it being so shrouded in taboo, people don't necessarily stop to think about how the pharmaceutical industry is the same thing. They took a a lot of substances, many of which are are illegal without a prescription, put them in whatever configuration they did and said, oh, if I write you a whole pass, you can use this drug. (laughs) And it's it's man-made. Just remember that, okay? Cannabis and, and all of the aspects of it, it is not. It comes from a seed and the earth and some water and some sun, just like your roses or whatever, your green beans that you grow. You're, you're just like that. Um, and, and, and to relate it to that, um, organic food. It's great, but you guys understand that part of what we live in, good old America, part of what makes it has its longevity or what they say is, is because they do utilize some tricks of the trade all that are based within a lab to make them last longer or to, um, for example, what was it? Broccoli is man-made, babe? Wait, what? Yes. No. Bro- broccoli is not a naturally grown from the earth. No. It is man-made. They crossed cauliflower. And cabbage? What was it? 
was it lettuce and something? We what was the two vegetables that they actually did cross? I bet it was cabbage or Brussels sprouts. I think it's in the it's in the realm of, of <laughs> yeah, it's in there. Um, but that yeah, that's not they didn't just grow broccoli back way 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 back in the day. That was not it. That is a man made um, vegetable, but yeah. it's a super fruit, a super food. Um, so for example, like I was just using, utilizing that, but what, when you take out your pill, you know, box, you know, the Sunday through Friday or whatever it is, that is somebody in a lab. And thank you guys, because scientists and researchers have definitely, they have a place within our society, but that doesn't come. That's not natural. That income provided to us from the universe, you know, so you have to remember that you have to understand that what we know now is what they want us to know. You have to do your due diligence. And which is why it's important to me to be a cannabis brand educator, because it, that's what's needed. Education first, then we can break down all the, the negative falsehoods and the narratives and, you know, what we indoctrinated with um, for centuries. Um, and then that, that'll everybody to make the decision on how they want to live their life how you want to best elevate and live the quality of life that you deserve to have. And just like everybody knows, you know, plant-based eating, what do you, it's a plant. It's plant-based medicine. It's wellness. Um, so, you know, we just have to, we are too intelligent, once again, as humans, and uh, to ignore what we, what we truly know. I, it's it's super important and all the um so the research is there if we look for it it's not readily available to us of course they don't want us to know that yet but yeah. it is there for you to be able to make the decision um and once you really understand it it's like i said it's so powerful i still learning i i cannot wait for the day that my child i don't think of grandchildren but maybe grandchild looks at me like you didn't know about this cannabinoid <laughs> you know you know, like, oh god, grandma, like it's so 2020. Um, but oh my god, I, yes, yeah. So that's what scientists, I'm the scientists of tomorrow that we're creating, they're those individuals. So yes. So um we have our fact checker in the house, and broccoli is is cross between kale and cauliflower. So boom, if you didn't know, now you know. There you go. <laughs> I'd be knowing. I'd be don't know. I uh, I, I do too. I do. Too. But that that makes sense because kale is, I think, what the second or third superfood. So that wow. makes sense. That I mean, broccoli was like, all right, you you were part of me, but don't play. I'm gonna come in this game, but I'm, I'm gonna take over. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, no, that just, so perfect. So you know, perfect example there. Let's uh, let's talk about some pleasure enhancement products. Right. So um, so I know we both make things in the realm of healthy sexuality. I've got my sex toys that if y'all out there are listening and don't know about, check them out at TriggerHappyToy.com. Yes. Whole lot of fun. Do a lot of adventure stuff. You'll love it. Now, you, please, the Mary Jane Maven, tell us about your products, the things you have coming up this weekend. Um, you know, thank you so much. I, um, you know, I, and I'll be the first to admit, I, 
I've learned I am 75% better on just letting go of that control and thinking that I know what's best. Okay. I'm an Aries, so it's kind of deeply rooted in me. Uh, but I, I, like I said, I, I utilize the entire plants. Um, multiple sclerosis have been living with me since 2006, and I have not used any big pharma since probably about 2008. Um, and I use the plant um, completely. And that's why it's important to me to share the message about educating yourself on um, utilizing it um, the best for you. So I have started to just kind of slowly started playing around with the plant as far as making my own edibles, um, my own salves, my own face stuff. I, I'll be honest. I, I see products and I'm like, I can do that. I was, thank you. All right. I can do that too. Um, so that, it's part of, it's like my competitive side, but also like, if you can do it, I can do it better. So I've just started for my personal use, uh, making what I call butter love. And um, it's a whipped intimacy butter, but it can also be used as a massage oil, but it is meant to go on those pleasure regions and it helps. I'm, I mean, I had a friend um, against my husband's very, very, very adamant um, this opinion, I didn't really ask, but whether or not I should kind of give out some things for testers or just start to sell them immediately. I mean, he supported me. I don't want to completely be bratty. He supported me and he's like, it is as good as you think. So there's no testing period that you need to just give stuff out. But I did kind of gift them to some friends last summer. And I mean, the, the results that I got back and the stories. Now I'm one that I'm like, tell me about that time. Did you do it this <laughs> way? Did you hang up? Did you do this? Did you go upside down? Did, yeah, I'm, I'm that one. Um, People were coming to me and just offering that, like without me just talking to them and getting it, mm -hmm. um, just telling me things, you know, um, about all aspects of utilizing the uh, butter love. But because of that success, I've really just started to make it on a broader scale. So it is now um, available and it's part of my Mary Jane Maven Power Flower Wellness line um, where I do tinctures or salves. Um, more often than not, salves. Um, and they will be specifically, I want to say kind of formulated. And I use nothing fishy, funny, whatever. What I use, infused coconut oil. It's infused with weed. Okay. Like it's just coconut oil, weed. And then based on your ailment or whatever it may be, then I use certain combinations of essential oil and infuse that oil, the cannabis oil, with those essential oils. And then maybe use beeswax or shea butter if needed. That's it. That is all you need, y'all. Okay, so I've learned that for inflammation, um, people say it differently, so correct me in the chat or not. Turmeric, turmeric, whichever one, um, is inflammation. It just finds that and just eats it up. It's oh, yeah. like, you are, you are my enemy, and I'm going to go ahead and handle that, which yeah. is something that I've learned from treating and, you know, working with my, I'm going to say treating, but working with my MS. Um, so... That works with, like I said, inflammation is that is that one. Okay, it's where everything starts. So what I do is based on a customer's request, um, based on what their needs are, I will formulate a specific style for you, or if just one of the regular ones that I have works, um, and then the butter love as well. So there are certain combinations that can be used to maybe set the mood. Maybe you want to use it more of a massage oil, um, and then, or maybe you want to go ahead and use it as both. 
So it'll be a certain formula um, okay, for you so that I will create. Yeah. It's a massage oil, salve, and lubricant? So two separate ones. So salve okay. is one, and that's more for your aches and pains and things, you know, whatever you can rub, your knee, your back, you know, your elbow, whatever it may be. Um, I also make one that's for headaches because I do have a younger son who suffers from headaches. It's uh, more of like sinus headaches and allergic headaches. So I make one for him and a separate one for my husband because they both have headaches, but from different kind of symptoms. Um, I even make one in those. So you have a little tin that I have it in. It's like two ounces. You can put that in the freezer, what I recommend, mm -hmm. and then you rub it on cold. Um, so it's three, a headache, uh, pain and inflammation, then a headache. And then the butter love is a separate one, which is a massage and an intimacy oil. Got it. Got it. Does it get you high? It does not get you high. That was it gets you. <laughs> yeah. I, look, if <laughs> you could take a swallow of it, if you really wanted to, I mean, it's just coconut oil and essential oils. Um, I'll give somebody a thousand dollars. Um, just kidding. if you did, but no, no, please don't do that. No. Um, but it's working with your, your, your reproductive system, your love parts, all that good stuff. I mean, we know that that's made up of nerves and nerve endings, um, and that will get to your bloodstream, but it's not going to make you uh, elevated as when you ingest it, smoke mm -hmm. it, drink it, something like that. Got it. Now, and the reason I ask is because I had these bath salts from before any weed was regulated. And uh, your skin is the largest organ on your mm -hmm. body. So if you want to get something into your system quick, do it. Uh, you can do it through topicals. And that bath got me so messed up. It was like, it, I, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> so. See, that was because you, you just, it was your whole body was, you know, within that. And like you said, your skin is your largest, largest, uh, most porous kind of organ. So you were just on a level of wellness that you hadn't been at before. Like everything. I mean, we know baths. There's been times my husband's walked in and he's like, did you fall asleep? I'm like, for a couple hours. It's been what, <laughs> hour four? I'm go ahead and make some more water. I'll yeah. be here. This is where I am. Bring me a sandwich and a drink or something. I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's um, overall, I mean, that's, that's that overall elevation. That is that, um, that level of, of ecstasy that you can reach utilizing cannabis. And I just did start making um, bath bombs as well. Um, and I'm going to start, I think maybe Epsom salt. I'm trying not to go too far because when I do something, I, I go a little hard sometimes. And then something else maybe doesn't get as much attention as it needs to. But it, it, that does happen. That's different than when you would eat an edible. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, that's a different high. Um, or when you smoke, you know, like, like I said, 420 yesterday, there's probably a lot of people that are like, I don't want to look at a blunt or a joint. Oh my I don't God. know why they would oh, say that, but there's probably <laughs> so many people. All of you that read Hippie Hill, I'm sure you guys are probably like, I nope, not today. Oh, um, yes. And and so. for everybody out there, definitely be careful because again, how you consume it does make a difference in how you experience mm -hmm. it. And you mm -hmm. can get too too high yeah. off of yeah. edibles. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I will say the pharmacy is smart about that, about giving yeah. you a, a dosage. Okay. Um, as far as medicine, that is exactly the same thing. It's a plant. It's like I said, it's just been here way longer than we were ever in existence or even thought about. So it can be powerful. And like people like to say, this is not the same weed that it was in the sixties. True. Um, 
but but same thing, you know, just as you would mm-hmm. dose your regular medicine, you have to kind of microdose so that you can understand how, like I said, your body chemistry works with the plant. Yes. Yes. Oh, Mary Jane, thank you so much. I love having you on. I'm so happy you came back. We we hit those notes. Like awesome. I wish you guys get telephone calls because they go from like, hey, how you doing? to this. All right. So I love being able, like I told you when we spoke, I'm I am beyond grateful for the collaboration for universe bringing us together and for what it is that you do i think that it's super powerful and very well needed for both of us to be in in the spaces that we are in and i love that we can bring both of our expertise together and just show how everything kind of really does work together you may think you're you're tuning in for this but you're going to find out about how everything can better enhance your life and who you are and i and i can say to anybody watching we both genuinely move and are motivated by that end result and making sure that we can share something with you, that you walk away with something and that we're hoping to enhance your existence. So I want to thank you to your viewers and to you for allowing me a space to do that. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody out there, thank you so much for joining us today. This is the ITCAST, our community outreach podcast that increases diversity in conversations on health and sexuality. And through this work, we are creating a world where all people feel loved, honored, and respected. I emphasize we because I'm talking about y'all too. Mm -hmm. Tune in next week for Real Talk on Holistic Sex with Amanda Mehta. This weekend, we have our Freedom Support Group all online Sundays at 12 p.m. Pacific. That is hosted by Ethology Collective and the House of Shirelle. We have our Sunday brunch at Jolene's San Francisco, uh, SF. Uh, every Sunday morning, the brunch is coming to you as well as a burlesque variety show. Tons of fun. Please check it out if you're local. Get one-on-one coaching with me. Visit the link tree, and I would love to know how I can support you and continue to serve. Um, send us your questions. Tag Mary Jane's link. Tag ours. Make sure that you stay in communication with us, reach out, and we will make sure that we are getting all your answers, all your questions answered on the show or wherever we can. Catch our bonus content. That's on Patreon. We're about to go have a little after chat, talk about how the show went, tell you all juicy details we couldn't say on live. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> Check us out. Patreon.com slash Nika Sherelle. Learn more at theitcast.com. Subscribe to this YouTube channel and share with your community. Thank you, and we will see you next week. Bye, y'all.